Welcome to the Mind Bay Podcast, the show that delves deep into the realms of entrepreneurship, inspiration, motivation, manifestation, and the power of the subconscious mind. I'm your host, Evie, and I'm here to guide you on a transformative journey towards unlocking your full potential. Each week, we'll be diving into thought-provoking conversations and sharing valuable insights to hone your mindset and create extraordinary success in your life. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur, a budding business owner, or simply seeking inspiration to pursue your passions, this podcast is designed to uplift, motivate, and provide you with the tools and strategies you need to thrive both personally and professionally. Are you ready to tap into the limitless power of your mind and unleash your entrepreneurial spirit? Then you're in the right place. Get ready to explore topics like mindset hacks, manifestation techniques, overcoming challenges, and finding that perfect balance between business and well-being. With each episode, I aim to empower you with actionable steps, real-life stories of triumph, and insights that will help you break through the barriers and create a life of abundance and fulfillment. So join me every week as we embark on this transformative journey together. Subscribe now and get ready to awaken your mind, ignite your passion, and become the best version of yourself. This is the Mind Bay Podcast, and I'm your host, Evie. Let's dive in. Hey there, my fearless friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Mind Bay Podcast. A little life update. I just got back from an amazing trip to Austria. I got so many new business ideas, and it's always great to just wind down, get out of my environment, away from the business, away from my home and all the chores, and just go to a kid's hotel where my kid can be entertained and just relax. And so many new ideas and downloads came to me from just winding down and relaxing and just getting myself out of that typical day-to-day environment where you see all the things that need to be done and just surrender and give in to the relaxation and not having to do anything. That's been a real challenge for me because I'm a very busy bee. I like to do things every day where I can get everything done and then I just feel so satisfied and in the beginning when I was on my holiday trip it was a little bit uncomfortable because I'm used to doing so many things and then I just had to sit down wind down and just enjoy not doing anything but from that came a lot of inspiration a lot of reflection and we just stayed there for a week and then we got back and it was just the most amazing experience the beautiful landscapes. We went hiking a lot. So I got a lot of exercise in. And then when I got back, I was ready to take on the daily tasks of the business and life. And that's where I am right now. So I'm back home and my kid had the most amazing time. While we're on our holiday, I also got a little bit of congestion. So if you hear me kind of in a nasal voice, that's why I'm a little bit congested from the cold weather over there. But anyway, let's dive in. Today, I want to tackle a topic that I know many of you have been grappling with. How to start a business when you don't know your purpose or don't feel that certainty that every successful entrepreneur is talking about. So picture this. You're standing at the threshold of entrepreneurship, ready to take the leap, but you're just having one problem. You feel lost. You don't have that crystal clear vision or a grand purpose that everyone seems to be raving about. And the doubt starts to creep in like an unwelcome guest at your dream's doorstep. Purpose is personal. 
It's unique to each and every one of us. And purpose is mainly about finding a deep sense of meaning and fulfillment that is within you and all that you do. It's aligning your actions with your passions and your values. Purpose really is the North Star that guides you through the storms of adversity and moving you towards your true potential. Now, I get it. It's easy to look at all those successful entrepreneurs who are living their purpose and you think, I'll never have any of that. But here's the thing. Purpose is not a destination. It's a beautiful journey that evolves and unfolds over time. And guess what? You're already on that journey. By looking to start your own business, you're already taking the first step towards discovering your purpose. Or maybe you already built a business and you're still evolving every day and it's unfolding right in front of your eyes. I want you to know that if you don't know exactly what your purpose is right now, you're not alone. In fact, I've been there myself. When I first ventured into the world of of business, I didn't have a groundbreaking, Oprah-worthy revelation about my purpose. Starting a business was more of a practical decision for me and a way to support my husband's chiropractic career. I felt like I was aimlessly wandering through life, desperately searching for my true calling. Because I believe we're all here on this planet to contribute to something bigger than ourselves in some way, shape, or form. But let me tell you, it's not always about a thunderbolt of inspiration or an instant aha moment. Sometimes purpose reveals itself to us gradually as we navigate the twists and turns of our entrepreneurial journey. It's about taking that first step, even if you're not entirely certain where it will lead. It's about opening up to the possibilities and allowing yourself the freedom to evolve and discover your true calling along the way. So in this episode, we're going to explore how to start a business when you don't know your purpose. Just because it hasn't revealed itself in some obvious way doesn't mean you can't take steps towards it. We'll dive into some practical strategies. I'll share some of my personal story and, of course, sprinkle in some powerful insights to inspire and guide you on this path of self-discovery. You know, a lot of people have this misconception that before starting a business, you need to have everything figured out. Like it's some kind of one-way ticket with no room for flexibility. And yet there's some truth that starting a business definitely requires some market research and risk analysis. No doubt about that. But here's the thing. Just because you start a business in one area doesn't mean it can evolve in something else. Let me share a little story with you. When I started my chiropractic business, it wasn't some grand intentional plan of mine. It actually started as a way to support my husband who had just graduated as a chiropractor and wanted to work for himself. I kind of stumbled into entrepreneurship, you know, but we ventured into this new territory and I quickly realized that personal growth in entrepreneurship was a non-negotiable. Little did I know, me starting a business alongside my husband opened the opportunity to reveal my purpose. And as I worked in the healthcare industry together with my husband, I began to develop a deep appreciation for nutrition. Our practice was practically filled with people who were struggling with health issues and in trying to figure out what was their root cause, we discovered that a lot of those had poor nutrition and that was one of the major culprits that they had. 
we had people coming in with a lot of inflammation and they didn't really did anything specific. So we started looking out for the root causes that could be potential for them having all these inflammations and there wasn't some obvious reason for it. And then we figured out that a lot of people that had inflammation was mainly caused by unhealthy eating habits and that was basically bringing a lot of patients to our doorsteps. And that's when I delved into the world of inflammation and I ended up stumbling upon the ketogenic diet, which is a high-fat, low-carb approach. Mainly it's used for quick weight loss, but it can also be used to reduce inflammation. And I started applying the ketogenic diet to myself. And let me tell you, not only did I lose a significant amount of weight, but I just felt amazing. And naturally, I wanted to share my journey with the world because I felt so amazing. And I wanted other people to experience this as well. So I started posting about it online. I started creating delicious recipe. I had my own blog. And all of a sudden, people started approaching me, asking me if I could coach them on this diet. And that's how I actually find myself into the coaching business. But here's the thing. When I started coaching people, they kind of already knew what to eat. That wasn't the big problem that they had. I would give them a a plan or I would tell them, like, this is what you need to eat. And they were like, okay, I'm going to apply this. And then when we got to the next week and we got on a call, I saw that there were underlying patterns and limiting beliefs that they had and certain behaviors that were holding them back from achieving their weight loss goals. So it wasn't really about the nutrition, it was more about the way that they were thinking and their behavior. And then guess what happened next? I found myself diving headfirst into the world of self-development. And as I learned more and more about personal growth, I developed a passion for helping others overcome their own limitations. And that's how I ended up where I am today, a mindset coach for entrepreneurs armed with my own story of triumph over obstacles. So if you're sitting here thinking, I want to start my own business, but I'm not good at anything, stop right there. I want you to take a moment to reflect on your own life. Think about the obstacles you've overcome, the challenges that you've faced, and the victories that you've celebrated. And I'll bet you'll find something you've been underselling yourself for, just like I did when I started coaching entrepreneurs, I used to downplay my own achievements saying, yeah, I built a six-figure business, but it was mainly my husband's doing. That was just imposter syndrome kicking in. I have a whole episode on imposter syndrome. If you want to have more information on that, there's an episode in the podcast called imposter syndrome. I don't know the exact title right now, but if you look up imposter syndrome on my podcast, you're going to find it right away. Now. Here's the truth. You have what it takes. You have the potential to achieve greatness and overcome any challenge that may come your way. Don't underestimate the power of your own experiences and the lessons that they've taught you because those lessons and your victories is what is going to shape the rest of your journey. You see, the journey of entrepreneurship is not about having it all figured out from the beginning. It's about taking that first step, even when you're uncertain about the path ahead. It's about embracing the uncertainty, knowing that with each obstacle you overcome, you become stronger, wiser, and more resilient. Starting a business is not just about creating a product or offering a service. It's about embracing your passion, your vision, and your unique perspective. It's about understanding that your business, just like yourself, 
will evolve over time. It's about being open to that change, that adaptation and growth. When I first started my own entrepreneurial journey, I had this grand vision of what my business would look like. But along the way, I realized that my initial plans were just the beginning. My business shifted and transformed as I learned more about my customers and as I adapted to market changes and as I grew personally and professionally. And you know what? That's perfectly okay. And honestly, exactly what we need sometimes. You just have to be willing to pivot, to adjust and to redefine your path as you gain more insights as the world around you shifts. It's not about being perfect. It's just about being adaptable. It's about learning from every experience, whether it's a success or a setback, and using your knowledge to push yourself forward. And as Ed Sheeran once said, you learn nothing from success, but everything from failure. And if you ask any successful entrepreneur, they will tell you that they have faced moments of self-doubt and uncertainty. And every successful business has undergone periods of change and transformation. And it's this ability to embrace these moments and turn them into opportunities that sets you apart. So as you embark on your entrepreneurial journey, remember that it's not about being the best from the start. It's about striving to be better every day. It's about acknowledging your strengths and leveraging them to build something meaningful. It's about understanding that failure is not the end. It's just a stepping stone towards your success. Now, let's get into the nitty-gritty of finding your purpose in entrepreneurship. Let me give you a couple of tools that may help you whenever you're stuck in the question of, what am I supposed to do? And the answer to that starts with self-reflection. So before you can take any big moves in the physical world, it's important to take a moment to pause, quiet your mind, and truly listen to that inner voice and compass we all have. No one in the world can tell you what your purpose is. We are so easy to ask for advice to people who have already found their purpose and then they just ask, what am I supposed to do? Can you give me an advice? No one can really tell you what your purpose is but yourself. You can go to any coach. If they tell you your purpose, you might want to find another coach. If they ask you questions to get you to answer those where you can find your own purpose or your own values or your own meanings about it, then you have a good coach because the quality of your life depends on the quality of the questions that you ask. This is a quote from someone that I found somewhere. I think it's from the founder of NLP, but I'm not sure where I picked it up. But this is something that I've thought about a lot. The quality of your life depends on the quality of the questions that you ask yourself. So let's dive into the actionable steps that you can take because I want you to leave this episode with something tangible, something that you can do today to get closer to finding your purpose. Because from my own experience, a lot of clarity comes from asking yourself the right questions and then taking action on knowledge you've gained. It's about getting out of that loop of consuming more and more information in the hope to find the answer out there while all along the answer is already within you. You have infinite knowledge inside of you. So I want you to grab a piece of paper and write down five questions that will help you gain clarity in finding your purpose in entrepreneurship. So I'll go over each one and then I go into them a little deeper so that when you ask yourself these questions, you know what you're looking for. So the first question is, 
What problems am I passionate about solving? And how can I turn that passion into a profitable business? So what problems am I passionate about solving? And how can I turn that passion into a profitable business? With this question, I want you to look at your own story. What is something that you have solved yourself or know how to solve that is valuable to people and that people are willing to pay for? I bet you have something. And in my case, for example, I tagged along with my husband, who was a chiropractor, and he solved the problem of helping people with back pain. And he had a passion for optimizing the body and helping people. That was his problem and solution that he had. A lot of people suffer from back pain, and this was a business that was promised to be made profitable. Then for myself, I always had problems losing weight. And when I started the ketogenic diet, I found a way that worked for me as well for, as for other people. I was able to solve my own problem. And because of that, I was able to help other people who had the same problem but didn't have that solution yet. And I loved and still love a good health hack. And a lot of people are interested in losing weight and improving their health. So when I became a keto coach, it became a profitable business idea. Then later, I was struggling with my own self-doubts and entrepreneurship. I had fears. And then I had a consistency and procrastination in my business, which I needed to find a way for to overcome that. And I did. So again, I found something that I, I had a problem. I had to find a solution. I knew this solution worked because I applied it to myself. And it was something that I am then passionate about. And I know I can help other people with who are also struggling with this. So when you're in business, essentially what you're doing is becoming a problem solver. You've identified a problem. You found a solution that you know works, and then you offer that solution to your client, customers that want that solution, and in exchange, they will offer you money. In case you're an artist and you don't have like a problem solution, like I'm an artist, I paint, what kind of solution is that? Think again that you don't offer a solution. Artists offer the solution to a feeling people are looking for. It doesn't matter if you're a painter, a magician, an actor, or a writer. Your artwork offers value to fulfill a desire and the feeling in your customers. There's an infinite amount of possible problems as well as an infinite amount of possible solutions in the quantum field. There's no such thing as limitation. Whatever you can think of, there's going to be a problem and there's going to be a solution for it. And there's so many different solutions. When you're like, I have overcome a problem and I found a solution but there's already others doing it. Don't let that stop you from taking action. Sometimes it can be overwhelming to discover that others are already doing what you want to do. And it's easy to get into self-doubt and think, why bother? There are already so many players in this space. Why would anyone even notice me? Let me tell you, embracing your uniqueness and taking action despite the competition is your key to success. And remember that every entrepreneur brings their own flavor to the table. Your story, your perspective, and your personal touch is what sets you apart from the rest. So instead of getting discouraged, I want you to reflect on what makes you special. Which brings us to the next question. Which is, what experiences, skills, or insights do you have that no one else possesses? How can you leverage those qualities to create a unique offering for your customers? So what experience, skills, or insights do you have that no one else possesses? 
and how can you leverage those qualities to create a unique offering for your customers. Now, don't get me wrong. It's important to do your market research and still understand what your competitors are doing. But instead of seeing them as obstacles, view them as sources of inspiration and potential collaborators. Just study their strategies, learn from their successes and their failures, and just find ways to differentiate yourself. You can have two businesses that offer the same solution, but their unique positioning or story can make or break someone's decision to purchase. When I share my own story on how I build my businesses, I share on how I had to overcome imposter syndrome when I credited all my business success solely to my husband. I had to overcome my self-doubt as I had social anxiety in the past, and I had to learn how to navigate being an entrepreneur as well as being a mom. I studied and used various unique techniques that I use as tools to rewire the mind for myself and my clients that some other mindset coaches don't use. And I believe in divinity and manifestation, and I value having the freedom to travel with my family. I overcome being on the edge of poverty and living on welfare. And those are all aspects that are unique to me and that someone else might be going through. Or maybe they relate to it, or maybe they need help with that. My unique story might also offset certain people that make me completely unrelatable And those customers may not buy from me, which is also fine and which I'll get into later. It's that no like and trust factor. I believe in business today, people are just tired of buying from faceless companies. We want connection and someone that we can trust and relate to and that share the same values. And that connection can be found where you share your unique story, your unique perspective and your unique solution. So once you're clear on that, and you're clear on what you're passionate about solving, what your unique experiences are and your skills and insights, it's time to start thinking about your ideal customer. You'll want to ask yourself, who are my ideal customers and how can I connect with them in a meaningful way? So again, who are my ideal customers and how can I connect with them in a meaningful way? This is kind of business advice 101, but it's also a very spiritual practice because Yeah, you can say my ideal customer and then you have this person in mind. And most of the times when I do this, I I look at myself and then I find a person that is a little bit like myself or the people that I like and that I can connect with on a spiritual level as well in a meaningful way. So, you know, running a business that you're passionate about is incredibly fulfilling. But let's be real. It's not always a walk in the park. Dealing with customers when whether it's in person or online, can sometimes be a real challenge. And it's just one of those things that comes with a territory. Now, when it comes to the type of customers you want to attract, it's important to set your sights high. You don't just want anyone walking through your door. You deserve customers who appreciate the value you provide and are willing to invest in what you have to offer. So imagine this, customers who not only trust your approach but also appreciated. Customers who understand the value you bring to the table. These are the kind of folks who see beyond the price tag and recognize the quality and expertise that you offer. You know, when you truly get clear on the type of customers you want to attract to your business, something magical happens. You become unapologetic about who you are and what you offer and you become okay with the fact that not everyone 
will be interested in what you have and that's perfectly okay. So getting crystal clear on your ideal customers is like creating a compass guiding you towards success. It's about defining who you want to serve and understanding their needs and desires and aligning your offerings with their wants and values. Now, once you've established this clarity, amazing things start to unfold. You no longer waste your time and energy trying to please everyone or chasing after customer after customer who are not even a good fit. Instead, you just focus on your efforts of attracting those who genuinely resonate with you and are ready to embrace what you have to offer. So don't be afraid to get crystal clear on the type of customers you want to attract in your business. Just embrace your uniqueness and what sets you apart. And when you do, you'll attract customers who align with your values and recognize the value you bring to the table. Remember, it's not about pleasing everyone. It's about serving those who are a perfect match for what you offer. So take a moment to reflect, visualize your ideal customer, see the characteristics that they have and how you interact with them and how you share the same values and set your intention to attract them into your business. Speaking of values, this brings us to the fourth question to ask yourself to get clear on your purpose as an entrepreneur. What values do I want my business to embody? And how can I ensure those values are reflected in everything I do? So again, what values do I want my business to embody? And how can I ensure those values are reflected in everything I do? I can stress enough how important it is to get clear on your values if you want to find purpose, meaning, and joy in life and your business. And here's why. Let's say you highly value a work-life balance, meaning you love working, but you also love spending time with your family or doing things that are not related at all to your business. But then you go and create a business model that doesn't allow you to have as much downtime with your family as you'd like. There's going to be friction there. And when your business is not aligned with your values and vice versa, it's not going to be pleasant to step into that business persona that you are and then also it's not going to be pleasant to work on your business when you need to work on your business while you actually want to be with your family when you want to have that work-life balance you need to find a way where you can actually create that this also goes for how you show up in your business in relation to your customers and your clients in the world of business trust and respect are priceless commodities that cannot be taken for granted when you compromise your ethical standards let's say that you highly value integrity and you compromise your ethical standards, you risk losing the very foundation of your professional relationships. So your customers and clients rely on you to uphold your stated values and failing to do so can really damage your credibility and your reputation. This not only jeopardizes your current business opportunities, but also stunts your future growth potential. So as an entrepreneur, it's so important to get crystal clear on what your values are and then align your actions with them. And then last but not least, the next question is, what impact do I want to have on the world and how can my business help me achieve that impact? Imagine yourself at 75 years old, reflecting on your life and the impact you've had on the world. What do you want to be known for? What legacy do you want to leave behind? These are the questions that will guide you in discovering your purpose as an entrepreneur. Just start by envisioning the impact you want to have on this world. Maybe you want to improve access on education. 
Maybe you want to create solutions for a better planet, or maybe you want to empower others to achieve their goals. Whatever it may be, let your imagination run wild and dream big. Now, once you have that clear vision, think about how your business can be a vehicle for achieving that impact. As how can you align your business goals and strategies with your greater purpose? Consider how your products, services, or initiatives can contribute to the positive change you want to see. It could be through creating innovative solutions, fostering a supportive work environment, or just giving back to your community. Remember that finding your purpose is not a one-size-fits-all formula. It's a personal journey of self-discovery and being open to exploring different paths and adapting along the way. Finding your purpose as an entrepreneur is about aligning your passion, your values, and your skills with the impact that you want to have on the world. It's about creating a business that is not only financially successful, but also fulfilling on a deeper level. That's what makes sustainable businesses. You can have all the money in the world, but if you're not feeling fulfilled, you're not going to want to show up in your business and you may even get into burnout or depression. I believe when people are depressed, it's mainly nutrition and not having purpose. So really take the time to reflect, dream, and envision yourself at 75, making a difference in the world. And remember, you have the power within you to turn that vision into a reality. You just need to believe in yourself. Take inspired action and watch how your purpose unfolds. And as we come to the end of this episode, I want to leave you with one last piece of advice. Embrace the beautifully messy journey of self-discovery, knowing that your purpose might evolve over time. Stay open to new opportunities. Be willing to pivot when necessary, but never, ever stop exploring your passions. Thank you for joining me on this transformative journey through the realms of the mind on the MindBay podcast. I hope you gain valuable insights and tools to unleash the power of your mind. If you're hungry for more mind-expanding content, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. By subscribing, you'll never miss an episode and you'll be the first to know when new content is released. I'd love to hear from you. Connect with me on social media and share your favorite moments, key takeaways, and any questions or topics you'd like me to explore in future episodes. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at mindbabe.co to join our growing community of curious minds. If you're ready to take your mind mastery journey even further, consider joining my exclusive one-on-one coaching program, The Limitless Entrepreneur. Visit my website, www.mindbabe.co to learn more and apply. Lastly, if you find value in my podcast, I would really appreciate it if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your reviews help me to reach more people on their quest to unlock the infinite potential of their minds. Thank you for being a part of the MindBabe community. Together, let's continue to explore boundless wonders of the mind and create a life filled with purpose, growth, and limitless possibilities. This is Evie signing off. Until next time, keep expanding, keep evolving, and keep embracing the extraordinary power of your mind.